Hello, everybody. Welcome to We Like Having Fun, an Office Hours Live with Tim Heidecker recap podcast. Phew. Um, I'm here joined by my co-host Carl Cortez out in Philadelphia. Carl, what's up, man? Busy week. What's going on? I am just getting used to this coffee rush I got from the coffee spot up the street. I sat in the park for a bit and brainstormed some ideas for my other podcast with my girlfriend. Mm. So I'm uh, Sweet. ready to talk. I'm ready to do All this. All right. What kind of, you just go straight Americana? What kind of, what kind of coffee boy are you? I went with the iced coffee and almond milk today. Almond milk, iced coffee. Very yeah. good. Very good. From like a little, little shop in Philly, a little, you know, local business, I hope. Yes. Uh, Grindcore House, which is Grind all Core vegan. House. Yeah. The name's uh, out there for sure, but they have a big like yeah. punk and uh, like metal influence. Even the logo right. looks as if it's a band's logo. So it's good stuff. Sounds very hip. Yeah. Uh, I have to start the episode by making a correction from last uh, time we did a show. Uh, my brother hit me up and was like, Mike, it wasn't, I did not have any Jesus Jones CD. You're wrong about that. That's a bad memory. He didn't want to be known as the guy that his first CD was Jesus Jones. I think we, we figured out that maybe it was either my older sister or somebody down the street. Uh, my brother bought. EMF CD was his first CD. He's a little more proud of that, um, which had they had the hit song "Yo Unbelievable." So uh, just had to correct that for my brother. Yes, that's a, definitely a one-hit wonder, okay. but a pretty big one-hit. That they play that in like all over the time still for whatever reason. Yeah. But um, so making that correction for my brother Joe, who's a listener. Anybody else have any corrections for us? Please uh, find me on Twitter and harass me. Um, so to our, to our shock after we recorded, um, last time last week, the, uh, you know, Tim got into it with Tommy G on Twitter and I don't know if you were able to track that down and and see that that was all going on or did you just hear about it through kind of Tim and the Patreon or. I just let the Monday emergency broadcast inform me of everything that was going on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, you, you, he kind of walked us through, but yeah. So, they he decided to do a Monday emergency broadcast to address this, um, you know, ongoing issue that comes up now and then on Twitter of, um, you know, people calling him a pedophile, pointing out the child clown sketch. And, um, you know, I, I thought it was interesting that he really wanted to get to the bottom of it. Um, and, uh, you know, he thought it was very important, important enough to have a show that a show that went for three hours on, um, Monday night. Um, and Tim was very serious about it. I mean, he took his time and he was, you know, kind of keeping the boys in check for a while with the drops and, um. You know, he said off the top, this can be the video that he sends to people that accuse him of shit, that he can, like, sit and explain himself. Um, What did you think of all this? We don't need to get into all the the nitty-gritty details, but basically 
you know, this Tommy G character, um, you know, called him out and a bunch of people piled on and, um, you know, Tim described all the things he's done and getting into it with, with these people. And, but he was, he was sympathetic. He said he has sympathy for the, the people that believe in some of these silly conspiracies. Um, you know, people out there are looking for dumb things to, to get involved in. So I don't know. What what did you think of this whole, uh, emergency broadcast i thought tim did an excellent job of explaining his background his situation his career and leading into that segment that skit with the child clowns um and tommy granola going at him talking about that skit which if from an outsider's perspective if you haven't seen any tim and eric skit it's definitely uh an obscure one I'm curious what other research was done for that or if Tommy Granola only saw that one post and just started to lash out. Uh, I'm also curious if Eric got any beef about that. Uh, I'm trying to think like the Steve Mahanahan's almost exclusively Eric Wareheim after a certain Mm -hmm. point because Tim plays a character in that whole skit segment but eventually gets axed. So I feel as if Eric's the one that has done the majority of the child clown skits, if you want to go into that Tim and Eric universe. I mean, Tim was in it, but then mostly Eric, and then Will Ferrell was in it too. So at some point, did they get called out, or was it just Tim? Because maybe he's a little bit more vocal on social media. Um, I thought it was really a shame that he had to explain himself and say, this is what I'm doing or how we looked at it then that we didn't think that this was a real thing and we don't condone it. Um, I guess that just kind of shows the climate of what's going on where this is how you have to um, express yourself if you've had something that comes up in the past. And I thought Tim did a great job of explaining himself and getting these facts from Robbie and giving us pretty much the play-by-play of how these things progress because it was definitely something I didn't uh, keep tabs on until I heard about mm-hmm. it from this episode. So I thought that it was well executed and they had Robbie as a good guest and Tim and sorry, Vic and Doug were both compliant with it and they weren't trying to just ruse the whole story that Tim was trying to show. So, yeah. Um, good three hours so back in the but, yeah, it's crazy. It went to back three. In, yeah, no, it's nuts. Um, kind of went on and on a bit, but it was still okay. I, I left her rolling. Um, so back in the early days, you asked of Eric. They used to the trolls used to call up and say they used to call out Eric. They used to say Eric's a pedophile. Like that used to be the go-to line for a lot of trolls. They'd like pretend like they were a real call, and then they'd just go right to. They'd call Eric a pedophile. They wouldn't call Tim a pedophile. They'd call Eric one. And I I wonder if it has anything to do with with this sketch. I don't know. Um. And, uh, yeah, and then this main sketch came from a this Tommy G was doing a whole bit on Twitter, like 10 reasons why Will Ferrell's a devil wor- worshiper and, like, had these, real, yeah. had these real reasons. Like, he really listed, like, 10 different things. And, like, number five was this video. And, um, <laughs> you know, there's also, you know, I kind of went down a rabbit hole where I searched around and stuff, and, you know, they got into spirit cooking and, they had these weird pictures of like these celebrities at some sort of party 
where there's like a cake that looks like um to me it looks like it's Han Solo and Kryptonite, you know? But like in the the, the but like the like the the way it's colored in the shitty like phone picture, it looks like a body kind of like in blood or something. But I'm pretty sure it's either Han Solo and Carbonite or just some weird cake. Um, and it shows people like looking at it and laughing and kind of like pointing at it and stuff. And it's like, you know, they're going to eat this fucking, you know, they're all like worshiping this dead body and shit. And it's like totally ridiculous that they use that stuff. Um, well, these people find these weird photos and I, I don't know. It's just crazy that that whole world and um, I guess I want to want one last thing about this whole bit. I was just. You know, I think the other way to think about this, which Tim has mentioned, is do you think that Tim giving it this attention, you know, doing a whole show uh, kind of feeds into these types of people's, you know, agendas of just getting attention and, and building more attention towards these things? Do you think there's any part? I know that Tim had decided to a lot of people said, Tim, just get off Twitter. And he did decide for a short time that he was going to leave Twitter. And I think he is taking kind of a break. But what do you think about that? I have kind of mixed feelings on that. Like, on one hand, it's like, don't engage. On the other hand, Tim, like, really can't quite help himself. And then, you know, it gets to a point where he has to do this emergency, you know, episode. Do you think if it was approached differently? Or do you think there's a different approach that would maybe be something, you know, better? I don't know. Social media is definitely a double-edged sword in the sense that you are seeing firsthand what people think of your work or you or things that are going on. I can't think of any other outlet that gives that much feedback to that wide of an audience in that quick amount of time. Uh, mm. Tim's decision to step back from Twitter, even for a moment, probably healthy. At some point, you have to ask yourself, what are you even looking at when you scroll down? And keep scrolling and scrolling mm. and you're just in this pit of thoughts and ideas and some of them don't mean anything. Um, of course, in Tim's situation, when it comes to something like this and being called this word or that word or accused of this, then yeah, you have to say something. You can't just let it fly because at some point, it's like the yeah. kind of career that could, the kind of uh, comment that could ruin a career. Um, if you don't do anything, then it's people are going to assume, oh, yeah, you know that this was said and you didn't say anything about it. Like you knew the house was on fire and you still sat inside and watched it go down. So you're an accomplice at that point. Um, so yeah. For Tim to back I just, down, I guess I... Yeah. For Tim to make an episode, he's got to say something in this day and age. It's a shame sure. that he had to, but, you know, I thought he did it in a good manner. Yeah, I wonder, like, like there's people like Will Ferrell that, you know, Will Ferrell's not going to go public and say anything about this, these insane accusations. So it's like, right. obviously, there are ways to just be, like, above it to some extent, where it's just like, are you kidding me? I'm not going to engage with these completely ridiculous people. Um, right. And maybe that has to do with the fact that, you know, Will Ferrell's life is pretty much set. I mean, he, he doesn't really have... <laughs> You know, he's not going to get brought down by some, you know, troll on the Internet. Yeah. Whereas Tim, you know, who's maybe a little bit of a, you know, smaller comedian, more of a 
homegrown audience and has his own little cult following, maybe, uh, you know, it's a little more, you have to protect that a little more. So. And also just being more tuned in. Yeah. Cause you know, yeah. Know what podcast He's definitely tuned in. Does, that he interacts with everybody in his community that cares about what sure. he's done. Um, but mm-hmm. Tim's in it. Tim's in the middle of it, talking to people every week that know him, know his work, know, uh, what he's about. So, yeah. Yeah, for Will Ferrell to be brought in and accused of things like, I don't know. Oh yeah, they, they attack all the. You can use your time than calling out these people like real far fetched ideas. Well, that's the thing is like, the, like that's the whole thing, right? Is like, isn't there better ways you could use your time? That's where I'm like, kind of like, <clears throat> well, is there a better way you could use your time than engaging in this kind of yeah. shit? Like, like start a recap. He, he ends up he, for a podcast. Do something else. Yeah, yeah. Do something else. Talk about them talking about it. Um. Yeah. So yeah, we don't have to. I, I noted that I I just wrote like that. I I think it's great that this show is capable of this, and I'm great that the engagement with everybody has gotten to this level where. You know, I know you said you're not on Twitter, but like we're following along on Twitter, a lot of us, and seeing Tim getting into it, these people in real time. And then suddenly, you know, you got, uh, you know, Vic getting involved and you got Matt with the, the OHL account getting involved. And, you know, then it's just like, you know what, we're having an emergency broadcast. And it's like, and before you know it, there's over 2,000 people watching live, you know, the next night, late at night. And like, it's just a cool, I don't know, there's something cool about that. And that continued throughout the week, obviously, with the with game night. Um, so, yeah, I don't, we don't need to dissect everything, but um, it was fun. And um, it's definitely, you know, like we had talked um, to Matt about more doing shows more often and what that would be like. And it's like more of a loose kind of, these loose shows that are, not so now it almost seems like I don't know if they're going to keep this kind of thing up, but they have their main show where they can kind of fill it with guests and bits and stuff like that. And now they attack on one or two other shows where it's just really just talking to Zoomers, keeping it loose, more personable. And I think that's really good that that like getting that second part of it is is very cool. And that's getting back to more of like what we all kind of love about the show. And at the end of the show, they yeah. gave us a nice drop concert, which uh, was like finally, you know, Vic and Doug got to fucking let loose for a while, which was real nice. Um, <laughs> so then moving into our Thursday show. Um, yeah, so I noted there's maybe a new intro video with a question mark. I don't know, with a little animation with the different guys kind of flying at the screen maybe building up their production value there a little bit oh they've been running uh, that for a little bit after the have they timer yeah they've been after the that. after the countdown thing yeah yeah it's like a little uh, after effects animation nice on youtube like a thumbnail yeah highlight over a video and it shows that uh-huh. so i don't oh, know cool. how they make that happen to show the quick bits or just the intro but hmm. it's pretty cool um i noted <laughs> i know this doesn't really not really important, but said so Doug looked different to me. He, like I don't know if he had no glasses on. He had a shaved face or something. I thought I, I just noted Doug looked young and just kind of fresh. And to, people in the chat were saying the same thing. Like, whoa, Doug, did he lose some weight? Or I don't know if it'd been a while since we'd seen Doug or something. But I, I just thought he looked, you know, very fresh and good. Um, 
Dick's wearing pants. Really loose. Yeah. Um, really loose beginning of the show. I thought the, you know, announcements of our guests early on were funny. They'll, he they kept saying that Hall the Deerhoof was from the Hall of Hall of Fame inducted Deerhoof, and then um, is that true Tim or is that like a, a bit? That's not true. That's not true. Uh, <laughs> uh, and um, Sam, he did like a he was like revving a mo- like Sam like doing a motorcycle revving Sam Richardson intro, all very nice and loot uh, loose. Um, uh, Tim. They quickly recapped the Monday show, and um, or no, maybe I just noted we should recap the Monday show. Uh, it was cathartic for Tim. How was it for us? We just talked about that. Uh, they let's see here. Um, somebody talked about this. A caller called about this uh, club satellite being closed, um, which everybody kind of talked a bit about their experiences with satellite that seems like it's a bummer in a place where neil hamburger had a monthly show residency and doug did his show and tim played concerts and they kind of like left this caller i don't know if you noticed they like left this caller on the line for a real long time and they just like talked about stuff and she kept chiming in I, i thought that was interesting um I I almost wondered is she are they does somebody know her personally or something? Um, I she seemed don't to know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I've heard her before um, there. But that's a shame. Uh, that, uh comedy close closed down. Satellite. That's gonna yeah, that's gonna be a shame across the country. Um you've heard these things about how they say ninety percent of independent music clubs and comedy clubs are gonna close, maybe. Yeah. Um, which is crazy to think, but I talked to my two I don't friends know. that work at this one smaller bar that's owned by the larger venue and they haven't worked in however long and they're a little skeptical about what's going to become of it. So I yeah. think that's going to start happening. It really sucks. It does because even when supposedly things will somewhat get back to you know, people may be feeling comfortable hanging out inside places, which I really don't know when the hell that's going to happen. Um, it's like, who's good. Even when that is like you given the okay, you still can imagine that majority of people are going to be like, fuck that. I'm still not going to do that for quite yeah. a while. So we're in the, process. that's kind of rough yeah. doing that. My girlfriend just went back to work and she's been skeptical and we're yeah. already in talks of what school is going to look like when I go back to school and some of the things that they're yeah. proposing is, and with our contract too, cause that's being renegotiated. It's, um, it's a wild one. It's really, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't know if everyone's buckled into what's happening, but, uh, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be smooth sailing. So for anything, but, you know, school's going to be, school's going to be crazy. My, my sister's a teacher and it's, um, yeah, she's very concerned and, it's just coming up so soon. It's like all these things are coming up in the fall and everybody's just kind of waiting to see who does it first and if it fucks up and you know, like it's all this, all this, you know, I guess you're just going to have to try something and go out and do it and let it either fail or succeed and just kind of adjust day by day to like make it somewhat work. But yeah, I don't know. I think it's too early. I, I don't think it's necessary for schools to be open. It's just, it's just going to make this thing last so much longer. Yeah. I mean, I'm lucky in the sense that 
I'll if I got it and I've kind of signed up and been like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna get it. Like, if I go back yeah. to school, there's a strong chance I'll get it. But um, yeah, like, and then it's just about who you're gonna yeah. who you're gonna share it with. Yeah. You know what I mean, and I would so feel bad about stay that. at home. Yeah, like so you're just gonna back. stay home for, for the whole school year? Stay home because uh, you, you I have know. no idea. I'll go. Yeah, because. No, I mean, besides school, like you can't, you know, that fear we could get tested every couple days and make sure you, you know, it's like it's totally doesn't make sense. I don't so. know. There, I, if if all those as if they're making it so loose, we're like, if you don't feel good, just stay home. So at that point, since I put everything online already, what's holding me back? Yeah. Producing stuff. Sure. You know, uh, it's more fun ahead. <laughs> yeah yeah it's gonna be a crazy crazy fall and i wouldn't um, be surprised if um people started to call in office hours and started to wrap off what their school's doing because it feels that so many people are talking about it and it's coming to a bottleneck i think at some point I think, I think what's the plan i think the conversation is going to get much more heated and much more interesting in the in the weeks to come yeah so city of the day um Look at this. We have an actual sponsor for City of the Day. Somebody jumped on and threw some money and got something sponsored. I didn't even know they were entertaining that, but I guess now that they're off Earwolf, they are independent now. They need to actually have their own sponsors. So the Bravado Spice Company, um, the Holy Trinity Pack, I ordered it. Yeah. I said, you know what? I'll support it. Yeah, I did. I ordered it. I'm a hot sauce boy. I like hot sauce. Um, I like eating hot sauce. I like it when it's hot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I we like, like to, eating hot yeah. sauce. We like eating sauce. Um, yeah, I'm a sauce boy, so I, I ordered it. Why not? It was it was on sale. They, they sent me like a personal message thanking me and stuff, and I sent them a peace and love back. Um, but yeah, how do you feel about them getting a, a real sponsor? We're, we're happy for them. Yeah, that's cool. Hot sauce is cool. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> random that they're doing a magnet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't even, yeah, I don't know what that's uh, all about. We'll, we'll see when I get the, the little package, but the thicker too. Um, cool. Tim, um, Tim took a big old gulp out of the crimson hot sauce, which I thought was fun, and then. He immediately wanted some fast jazz, which took the boys a, <laughs> yeah. a, a second to, to queue up. But the once fast did, jazz uh, was a very fun part of this show. Whenever yeah, fast jazz kept coming back. Yeah, they were. Ta- I heard a lot of fast jazz talk in game night too. People wanted more fast jazz. Um, you know, I couldn't tell if Vic was just riffing again because it seemed like for he was like talking about how his wife made margaritas, spicy margaritas, and I was like, is Vic just? kind of bullshitting like he does during normal city of the day sponsors um but yeah that was it was nice and then we and then of course matt reminded them don't forget the city we went on for about 10 minutes about hot sauce and almost forgot the city again but we got um idlewood virginia was our city um so i have no idea what a connection could be i didn't really do a ton of we had Cahokia, Illinois, and Idlewood, Virginia. Um, any? Uh, did you look up this city at all, or did you yeah, try already, to decode I already, anything? I already guessed it. I'm not gonna mention. You it, already, though. you already decoded it. Yeah, I think uh, I'm gonna wait for the third city. Come on. No. You th- you think you know it? Yeah. Oh, you gotta you gotta tell. No. 
too early. First no, one. no. When did they start to okay. clues around I, about the other one? It was after like okay. Cities. Okay. Um. <clears throat> well, I know, but they they want somebody to try to decode it as soon as possible. You could you could be in the record books here right now of being the first <laughs> one to decode it. No. Nah. I'll say, I'll say. Okay, well, let me ask you this. Uh, let me tell tell me if I'm close without doing any research at all. Just my one thought of just looking at the cities. Sure. I thought I thought maybe they're doing something where like okay, it's the smallest city in this state or something like that. Like keeping with the small population kind of vibe going. I guess we could uh, double check it on the next episode. But the, I think when you is get that not through. is that not where you're is that not where you were going or maybe it was where I you're don't want to reveal or disclose. Okay, Carl, secret of Carl. Um, okay, so then we had deer hoof on, and talk about outfits. Yeah, I kept switching everything. Um, yeah. So Greg from Deerhoof, what a maniac! Jeez, Louise. It's always so funny when you know there's there's these random guests that they get sometimes that are their energy. They're trying to like match Tim's wild energy, and um, I don't know. It's like kind of hard to watch a little bit. You know, you can tell. You know, I, I don't know. Not hard to watch, but it's just like a little bit cringy or or something. His mic was all fucking loud, and uh, he's messing with his camera and putting on different hats and glasses and. Um, it was like we got one really soft-spoken, you know, uh, female member of the band who's like drawing pictures and talking quietly, and then you have this, you know, just like white guy who's just like, ah, you know, and um, devil's advocate. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was wild. It was fun. It was fun energy. I liked how it was one of those ones. It was one of these ones where Tim, you could tell, was going to just like kind of. You know, steamroll, be a little bit short, be a little bit kind of, uh, you know, not totally, you know, because Greg was getting off, giving off a certain amount of energy. Tim was kind of giving back this. He was kind of saying, you know, I think what the audience felt like, whoa, buddy, like, chill out, man. What's up with you? So, um, but yeah, that that was nice. They they did a, a fun rock and roll trivia uh with Mauricio and um yeah there was some good uh Casey Kasem got dropped in there um you know Tim's uh uh let's see here yeah t- Tim's like reactions when he was win- getting the points were just real over the top and like huge fist pumps did you listen or did you watch this show I listened to everything I didn't watch. Oh, audio only. Okay, yeah. wow. Even the game part. Wow. How did Okay, we'll get to that, but Yeah, so this one was pretty visual, I would say that the deer hoof was pretty visual with well, there was lots of cute drawings which maybe you've seen since. Um and there was uh yeah, like this this Greg fella just in your face in the YouTube. Um So uh <laughs> <laughs> At the end of this little bit, you know, they said, you know, so Tommy, you know, please, you, you can stay and draw and, and Greg, please leave. <laughs> uh, which was, which was very funny. Um, did you, uh, do you, do you know Deerhoof, the band? I know nothing. You know nothing? I know nothing. Okay. What do you like about you them? Go- I'm assuming you're a fan. 
Oh, I'm not a huge fan or anything, but I think Deerhoof's a pretty a pretty cool, different kind of band. I've I've seen them live a couple times, and um, yeah, they're uh, they're just they're just different. They're just not. Um, you're, they they do a lot of different types of music. Very fun, a lot of energy. Um, different styles, different genres. They kind of move all over the place. They they just put out like an instrumental album I saw on Bandcamp, which might be cool to check out. Um, so yeah, they're just one of these, you know, artsy, you know, kind of avant-garde rock bands, which are which are cool, and they've been around a long time. So yeah, they're they're just they're worth checking out. I mean, I'm not like a huge fan. I couldn't name all the songs or albums or anything, but. They're cool. If there's a new record and I see it, I'll, I'll check it out. Um, we had uh, we had a Costco boy come on, which I his call was kind of nice. They talked about the anti-maskers and um, uh, the producer of On Cinema, this guy Andrew Porter, who kind of had a Zoom fail one time. He was back on and, again, didn't really have much to say to him um there was somebody who called about adopting a dog uh and the only thing i really noted there was was doug had said i I actually they were talking about rescue dogs and doug had said that he you know he actually dove into the water and rescued his dog and um (laughs) i don't know for whatever reason it sounded like a somewhat believable i I don't know why that seemed believable but then somebody was like did you really do that no um, and then we did a Brendan Walsh, uh, backwards prank from the boys to Brendan Walsh. This was a, a fun little bit. I think Brendan Walsh is, is very good. He's very good at being annoyed with Tim and just, uh, he has his, he locks into his little stories or whatever he comes up with. This one being the trying to test drive a Lamborghini, but having chocolate on his pants, you know, this whole, like, <laughs> You can really visualize. I don't know why you can really visualize Brendan Walsh going through the. You know, like this obviously didn't happen, but coming up with that is such a strange. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like has nothing to do with anything. But I imagine they must just say, "Hey, Brendan, we're gonna do a bit. We're you know, let's we're gonna call you, jump on Zoom, and we'll we'll just we'll do something." Okay, so have something. Yeah, he's quick with it. Anytime he's and brought in, they know. Yeah, gonna get he's got some. He's got something, and it's very, it's very like detailed, which I think is is good. Um, whereas Tim, on the other hand, you can tell he's just like making up some silly stuff right in the right in the time, you know, like. Um, but of course, he's kind of playing the the shitty prankster part at that part. So, um, I liked how Brennan Walsh said he he's never cried in his whole life, um, which was funny. Um, Sam Richardson was the the second big guest, and we got some fast jazz again, um, which was fun. Sam Richardson, did you watch Veep or um, or the uh, Detroiters? I tried Veep. Tried Veep. I I, I don't know. I couldn't do it. Okay. I, also I did I watch. Tried Veep. it in the right state of mind. Um, I'm also super indifferent about politics, and I think it's very boring <laughs> so mm. parodies on that i don't know if i'm into that yet in my life um, yeah i could try it again but it's uh another show 
you know, that everyone says you should try or retry. It's one of these um, right. very quick. Yeah, it's, you know, I didn't I don't think I finished watching it, but I, I watched it throughout a little bit. There was never anything where I was like, this is amazing. But there were some funny bits. It was it's one of these very quickly quick witted written shows where everybody like everybody in the show has something witty and interesting to say to each other at all times, which I don't know, kind of, I don't, I don't know. I just can't dig shows like that. Um, like 30 rock or something where it's just like, everybody's the wittiest, (laughs) even like the dumb, you know, everybody's just got the next zinger that the next person has and it just builds and builds. Um, Right. So not my favorite, but okay. I could not. I mean, it's just interesting and Tina Fey's from where I grew up. So I guess I'm in, uh, Ah. You love your hometown connections. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. For sure. I will say, I will. (laughs) No matter who. I will. I will say that um, Sam Richardson's part on Veep is like one of the more interesting little parts. He plays like the straight guy, you know, kind of goofy, you know, interny kind of um, weird guy that he's like way out of character. Like seeing him on this interview, he seems like a very cool, confident, you know, fun guy where he just kind of plays this nerd on Veep that's a completely different character and they're really going for something else there. But um, I haven't seen Detroiters, um, but I know he's like a Tim Robinson dude. He was in the, he was in some of the Tim Robinson um show on netflix that i can't remember the name of um and then they uh you know their little riffing which uh tim had mentioned in the the saturday his saturday letter how you know he's like this is what you get when you don't do any prep or talk about what you're going to talk about you just come on and chat and it makes it it puts it in this you know, you just kind of are floating around uh, talking about this or that and you get into this or that and you eventually they eventually got to, you know, him talking about how he was on a worked on a cruise ship, you know, doing this, you know, improv comedy thing for a year. And, uh, you know, that led to some funny stuff. And I think Tim's point in his letter was this this kind of overarching point that we even talked about with Matt about how you just let things kind of marinate and you don't try to force it. And eventually you do get to some gold in there. Yeah. And in this case, we got to the Golden Gate Bridge suicides, uh, which, yeah, yeah, it's just like the places they go um, now and I got to. That. Yeah, no, that's a that's a weird little fact. But, yeah. um, <laughs> you know, uh, and, you know, I've never been on a cruise. I have no no urgent, you know, I have no... Um, desire to go on a cruise why is that Uh, actually i just think they're weird i I don't understand the point of them um Mm. just go to a place just like i'll go to a resort or something you know i'll go to a hotel that's like got the amenities of a cruise i don't know i could see cruise i think we should just cancel cruises like they're just (laughs) you know i think that with the with the fucking virus like cruises are going to be in big trouble anyway um I don't know. They just seem like they've, I've thought that I've always thought they seemed kind of filthy and like, I don't know. You just, you think of like, I don't know. I always think of like the resort food you get when you go to some of those places and how the, in a cruise that much be, must be even worse. You know, how fresh can you keep things on a boat? I, I don't know. I don't know how it all works. Foods in a barrel. 
Yeah, it's just barrels right. of trash, you know, of slop um, for everybody. Part of me kind of likes the uh, idea, but then uh, part of me doesn't like the idea. I yeah. I've, I've never been on one, and I also don't know if it's going to happen. Like, at what point are you like, like, you know what? I'm into cruises. This is the day. I think if I think if you're a big drinker, I think, like, it, there's, like, an appeal to, like, okay, I'm going to go get drunk every day, all day, and, every like, day. swim in a pool. You can do that any day you want. <laughs> I know. Like, why do I need to pay? Like, and I, I, yeah, the, it, the drinks are real expensive on a cruise and stuff. I think there's yeah. some cruises where the Yeah, because you're stuck. Are. It's a monopoly. Yeah. And then yeah. they have casinos on them, too, just so that they can take more money. I don't know about all that. Yeah, I was happy to hear that Tim is re-watching Battlestar Galactica, which means he's already watched it. Because I love Battlestar Galactica, I'm a big BSG guy. Are you? Uh, have you ever gone down that hole, Carl? No, I can't say I have. I think the Are most, you a sci-fi guy at the all? Most sci-fi thing that I think I've gotten into would be Star Wars. Star Wars. You're into Star Wars, or you've just nah, watched it? I just made it a little mission to get my culture up and watch the first seven or so and then i think i dodged the last two in the series so uh the last two the the more recent ones yes i think uh oh. one that was just in theaters and the one before it because i oh you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta finish it up carl i don't know good ones. i have to that's the thing with <laughs> sci-fi it just keeps going like how long yeah. does this dystopian universe keep going i don't care yeah Okay, well, maybe you won't like Battlestar. Battlestar is a very, really well done show and got a lot of, uh, you know, nice twists and turns. And I just think, I think it's really well acted and well put together. Very dramatic. Um, so I'd recommend it. Um, so yeah, Sam Richardson, he also watched Battlestar. And, uh, uh, you know, they said, um, I don't know, they got into some other funny stuff, not really worth diving too much into it. I thought it was funny to picture him and Tim meeting at a Game of Thrones premiere. Um, you know, uh, I don't remember that bit about Tim claiming he was going to be in Game of Thrones, but that's that's fun. It's fun when Tim dips into that, you know, higher higher level celeb life. Yeah, because um, he could easily be in it. He can. I mean, he's he's the right one one role. If one person just sticks him in the right movie, some one of these comedy directors or or somebody, you know, put makes him the right sidekick or even gives him a you know more, you know, he he could so easily uh, jump right into that world. Yeah. Um, and then he can be on. One and that, of his, and then uh, <laughs> one of the I just large uh, Zoom reunion meetings that they've been doing lately for every <laughs> other movie. Oh uh, yeah, That's I watched the Lord of the, I watched the Lord of the Rings. Um, one of those. Um, Liv Tyler looks good in that. I definitely checked the thumbnail. I'm like, damn, is that her? Okay. There you go. So you watch that too? Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, yeah. For the the reunion. The video. recap. No. Did you watch the reunion? No. Okay, no. I thought you were saying she looked good in that. I was like, no, oh. I just hovered over the uh, YouTube thumbnail. I was like, oh, that's cool. She's in it. You got. You're doing this. You're doing this hovering. Yeah. I gotta see. I gotta try that. It, can save you so much time when you're unsure about a YouTube video. Huh. I don't know if I have that capability or I don't. You I'll just hover the mouse out. over it, over mm-hmm. any thumbnail, and it'll just start to show small bits. Mm-hmm. Um, so that call went good. Good job, Sam Richardson. Another great uh, couple interviews. Um, 
couple more calls came in. Uh, I thought the the three ladies from Birmingham were were funny. You love when you get some strong accents like that. That was nice. Um, then I guess somebody flashed the camera and, and Tim put her put Tim put them on. That was that's a new one. Put them on uh, watch. Yeah. Um, and then they talked about getting the art competition back on, which I hope they do. And then they announced they're going to maybe do the Friday night board game show, which I was excited about at the time. And they teased um, Amelia Heidecker being on After Hours and, again, did a nice little drop concert to end the show. Yeah, um, I completely forgot After Hours happened. There was so much content from them this week. Yeah. Did you listen to After Hours? Yes. Okay. Um. Getting through office hours kind of after hours kind of quickly. Um, uh, you know, having Tim's daughter on there is, <laughs> you know, it's just fun and cute. You know, I think it's, you know, every once in a while, absolutely bring her on. Um, very cute, very lightens the mood, kind of keeps the boys in check a little bit um, as far as where they're going to go with their humor. Maybe they keep it a little bit more G rated. Um, but still, you know, kind of being goofy. Um, uh, let's see. Um, you know, and Tim jokes around with his daughter, you know, sort of like you'd imagine. You know, he's very sarcastic and says ludicrous things and, you know, tells her she's going to be severely punished. And, you know, uh, you know, there's just um, it's just nice. It's just a nice vibe. Uh, they did. A, they played a Dylan game. Um, they let her do a hypnotizing bit, uh, and then they played a funny game called "Who's the Quietest," which <laughs> I actually got a lot of enjoyment out of of, of watching that. Where it's literally just people trying to talk this. Yeah, that's uh, um, one game I will take with me. <laughs> yeah, people, you can play that with your friends. You need microphones. Try to play. You need microphones, I think, because you can. You can still need to hear exactly. What that yeah. Is. Um, and so yeah, that was that was good. Um, they had uh, somebody called about a Beatles thing and a, having a Beatles question or something, and, and Tim had said, "You know what? We're going to do a whole Zoom show." Just on that stuff, which I was like, oh, good idea. Okay, let's just do a monthly Beatles fucking Zoom with the guys so they can everybody can get their Beatles out of their system. Mm-hmm. Um, good idea. Steve Gutenberg's nephew. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this. Uh, oh, yeah. I hope they're that, like, uh, what? Uncle on. No shit. That'd be good. Since I think Goots would be fucking fantastic yeah, for the show. I hope Matt follows up with that. Follow up with that, Matt. Don't forget about that. Gutenberg's nephew. And he seemed legit. He knew he knew his stuff about about the goot, and I thought that was interesting. Um, then somebody called, and they did another voice game. They did a high voice game, which I, again, kind of went with the quiet game, but lots of uh, vocal uh, interesting stuff. Uh, Tim and Amelia sang a song together, very sweet. Doug played crickets in the background, very funny. Um Moonbase news coming. It's going to be on blockbuster.com. That was funny. Moonbase. I'm excited for Moonbase. Holy shit, it's been years we've been talking about Moonbase. Um 
I hope that happens. You excited for Moonbase? You'll watch that, won't you? What is it again? <laughs> it's uh, it's Tim, Fred Armisen, and John C. Riley. I want to say maybe it's not John C. Maybe it's somebody else, but. It's um yeah it's, th- it's some show they shot a whole series of some show I think A twenty four made it and oh. and then it's a show and, that A twenty four did yeah wow and Have they, they I, I'm uh, I want to I want to say it's A twenty four I could be wrong about that but that yeah they've done a couple shows huh. I mean A twenty four I thought it only did movies but no they're a whole fucking media thing now they've blown up oh but, right um, they're like the... so. <laughs> I think they're like the Vice magazine of the movie industry, just putting out the oh, worst stuff they get. That's that's sad to think about. No, that's a good thing. Vice does good stuff. They do, but they kind of went, you know. Yeah, they've done what they've done, uh, but right now, yeah, like, all right, got, they're gonna go in that direction. It's cool. Yeah, so a twenty four. Yeah, they have, um, you know, they did a Hulu show. Um, they've done a couple HBO things and yeah, I think they have, uh, they have some show with Amy Sedaris, but yeah, so they're going to sell this moon. I guess it's about them being on a space station or something on the moon. So they're on some, you know, sort of uh thing where I think, you know, just some comedy fun. Um, so that'll be exciting when that comes out. That's some new fun stuff. That's not in this world at all just tim acting in something different which you know has been a while so that's so i guess he was supposed to announce that news last week and he didn't do it so he said maybe it's coming um they also announced that episodes one through 60 of office hours will be coming out to the patreon members which is kind of fun i mean i guess if i ran out of everything else to listen to in my life i could go back and listen to some of those early ones some of the early ones had like there was like Nathan Fielder was on and, you know, some of the other adult swim boys that were around the offices, the absolutely offices would come on as guests, which were good, ex- good episodes. If you ever wanted to go back and listen, I'd suggest those. I would. Um, they talked about doing uh, an, an office hours live sports thing where maybe they go play tennis and, and, do a video or something of that, which I th- I think would be very fun. I I I'm a sports boy, and it just reminded me of Tim and Eric tennis, which was a bit they did. Yeah, yeah. I whenever I think of Doug and Tim playing tennis, I picture them playing like that. Um, the points so, are just words like Drangus. Yeah. Um, what were the other ones? I think Fibbit. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, they had a um, whole score thing. They could make a game yeah. on that. Uh huh. Um. So, yeah, more stuff, guys. We're we're all into it, as they can see. Probably, it's probably not a bad idea. It gets people. I mean, if they're trying to get this three thousand patreons, this is only going to help all this other stuff. Which makes me think that's probably why they're why they're pushing they all this Patreon a, stuff. A real video game stream. Uh, I knew Carl wanted him to do a real video game. Yeah, we're gonna get to games in a second. I mean, if you get. A good game that's challenging. At some point, one of them is going to rage quit, or even if it's one that they can all think about and say, "All right, that's the one." Like, I could do. They could just play. They could just play Grand Theft Auto. Give you know that stuff gets hot now. I'm just like, yeah, steal the car, whatever. Yeah, but you can do funny things. But what game was that? The ideal game that you would want them to play? I mean, 
if they had to pick a game, a video. Uh, I mean, I don't think like a shooting game would be that fun. You know what I mean? I, like, I, and I don't think like a. I think an op- some sort of open world game, maybe like a Red Dead or a Grand, Th- you know, where they can just go around and interact with things. You know what I mean? Okay. Whereas, or like The Witcher or, or something, where you're like just free to kind of roam and and do your own thing. You don't have to get, you don't have to start fights or fuck with people. And you know, I, I don't know. What do you think? It's tough to say. I think. If it was all three of them trying to play a multiplayer game, maybe Goldeneye. Yeah, yeah, I would watch Goldeneye. I love Goldeneye for sure. Um, you, you used to play Goldeneye. You're no, young I just know Goldeneye. it's a good multiplayer game. That everyone's <laughs> talking about. You know what? I'm shocked. Not to go way off track here, I'm shocked that they haven't for like just for like PS4 or one of the consoles. Just just put out Goldeneye and had the multiplayer Goldeneye. They did a review of it for uh, the Wii. Yeah. Maybe for the Wii or something, but nobody nobody does Wii have online multiplayer? Like if I could play Goldeneye yeah. with like my three buddies from high school, like that I used to play with mm-hmm. in this with the same rules and the same fucking boards. Pretty sure it would be sick. Pretty sure they enabled it, but Nintendo, as I've I don't have Wii. I mean, it's terrible with their online service. Yeah, I don't have Wii. I have a PlayStation. Just, just make you don't even have to call it Goldeneye. Just call it like something else, but just recreate all the same shit. You know what I mean? Just do a what do they call that? Like an emulation, or maybe that's not the right word. Um, Just like a copy of it. Yeah, but like it wouldn't even have to be the James Bond guys. It could just be guys in the same boards that maybe look a little different, and the weapons are called different things. Just a ripoff. You know, how they have these like the phone games that are like it's like Tetris, but it's called like you know Smetris. Blockus. You know what I mean? And it's like Blockus. Yeah, Block Dang, moving. You know, Drangus. Moving day. Um. So we are locked in. We are grandfathered in for the Patreon $5 for life, um, which Tim, the marketing wizard, is, is, as he proclaimed, is, is they're going to have that um, uh, for the rest of the year. If you get in on the $5, you'll get it for life, but it's going to go up to $6 maybe next year or something. So thought that was funny. Um, Matt having a sourdough yeast starter for a Patreon reward I made me laugh a little bit. I didn't picture his Matt as a st- sourdough boy, but I guess he is. Uh, they talked about the fake sponsors and uh, how they had to have a real sponsor this week, and they're kind of like confused about how they're going to do the fake sponsors if they have real sponsors, um, which is funny. Um, Vic said he needed a drop person. Doug has like a drop person that like when... Within minutes, people send him back clips from the show and things like that. And Vic said he needed a drop person. And I said, Carl? I wrote, Carl? Question mark? Maybe Carl could be nah. Vic's drop person. No, nah. not me. No. Nah. I don't know. Like, uh, What do you do? You just screen record? There, there's somehow, yeah, they must be just doing quick screen recordings uh, and then converting it to an MP3 and then emailing it to Doug very quickly. Um, I'll leave it to someone else. If their dropper yeah. wants to come on the pod and chat about their process, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. If you're Doug's dropper and you listen to this show too, uh, give me a call. Um, holler, holler. So that was the end of Office Hours. Very, very good. Uh, good, solid show. Nice, loose show. 
really um, energy that was back down to earth after the emergency broadcast. Everything's back to normal, sort of. And then, of course, the next night, I was like, shit, should we record? You know, I was almost happy because I was like, oh, my God, I got so much office hours. We're not going to be able to record this show. And then they announced Friday night. I was like, oh, my God, another thing. So, yeah, we're going into our, you know, now our fifth hour of content here, um, which was game night. Which Doug could not be a part of because he was busy taking mushroom chocolates with Eric Andre. Is that true? In the woods somewhere. Uh, Yeah, they confirmed that that's what was going on. If you remember from the Eric Andre, uh, when he was a guest, they talked about making the the mushrooms. But yeah, that was this was the trip for that. So we will find out about the trip hopefully. Squirrel Report's been down for a couple days because, uh, but I saw on the Squirrel Report, Doug did his, showed all the stuff he was packing, his coolers, and he took through his, he showed us the van and all this stuff he has, his water and his bed, and it was interesting, fun. Squirrel Report, um, get involved, follow Doug on Squirrel Report. It's private, but you got to send a secret message and you can, you can follow along, but it's fun. Uh, Instagrams follow. So game night was just uh, Matt, um, Tim, and Vic, which was uh, different. Um, Matt had much more of a vocal role, which I thought was good. I mean, he's really squeezed right in there and being a being a nice boy. Yeah. Um, Matt's been popping out a lot more, even on the emergency yeah. broadcast. He kept looking up. He was he was fucking around. So he was fucking around in the chat. Um, did you watch that live? No. The or the emergency broadcast. Yeah, I, I watched live, and there were he was interacting with people in the chat that were like, he was like selling his uh, like for five dollars. I'll turn off the you know the office hours light. You know what I mean? Turn flicker it on. He was like making these little funny deals and. You know, kind of waving and you know getting involved with the chatters, which was yeah. funny. Get that money, why not? Yeah. So they started game night, um, eating ZD, super loose. Like Tim, not at full Tim mode, more like Tim at home mode. Yeah. Which is just a such like a. You can tell it's a night episode with dialogue. You can tell. You can tell that it's just like loose and warm. Like there's just a warmth. I really, really liked the feeling of this. I think everybody did. There was just something that was so. It was more. I mean, if we ever talk about how it's kind of nerve-wracking to call in or anything, and you know what I mean, like the the heightened energy of office hours was brought down to a level that was a really nice level just to hang out in. And uh, I don't know. I just fully. I fully uh, embraced this this feeling. I, I watched it live. I was up late, and I just you know sat around in my backyard, and um, you know it had enough office hours kind of stuff. And I don't know if maybe because maybe because I don't know maybe it has something to do with Doug not being there. Where I don't know, just people's guards were down, and um, they just took it slow and. It was fun. I, it was really low key and fun. Um, they they bullshitted for about an hour before any games were played, um, which was fine. And then I will say my only real issue is I thought the way they played this game was very 
confusing and strange. I, I don't know why. I th- I thought they should have rolled, you know, they should have not moved the spaces that they got the number of unless they got the answer to the question correct. Yeah. It was like, well, you're just going to keep moving six or five spaces every time for doing nothing. Um, but I don't know. Maybe I maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe the maybe the way you do it is maybe the way they were doing it made sense to other people. Yeah. It didn't make sense to me. I thought it was sick that they were drinking Sapporo beer. Sapporo? What, are you a Sapporo guy? Uh, that's good stuff. Yeah. Okay. It's like yeah, it's a nice like Japanese uh, beer. Um, yeah, having a couple beers, buds having some beers and some ziti. It was it was good. Um, I got in the Zoom right away when it started, and I was like, oh cool, this will be a fun one to be on the Zoom for. But the fucking audio in the Zoom. Matt, you got I don't know what or Wes maybe. You gotta look at this because the fucking drops that they play in there just either don't have the drops in there at all or you gotta fix them because yeah. the drops are overwhelmingly crazy loud and you can't hear shit else. So if somebody plays like a song or like even if they're riding the levels in the YouTube yeah. show fo- form of it, it's not it's only giving one output level. And it's just overpowering and crazy. So being in that Zoom just sounds like shit. Uh, it's a little, yeah, I don't know. I that, the Zoom's got to be before that YouTube's just the ideal way to watch it, and Zoom's just for people. Who it is going to say something. I know, but like I, you know, it is. It's like so if I want to say something and sit in line for three hours, like I have to listen to it like so terribly. So, so I bailed. I was like, "Fuck this! I can't be." And I'll, I'm like, "I'll jump back in when I want to maybe say something or maybe I want to get on," and then. Then this Zoom got fucking packed. I mean, you could not get into this Zoom. Um, it was full for a long time, and I kept retrying because I was like, oh, because they had a lot of lot of Zoom guests. They were just like, basically everybody in there was getting a shot at picking a number or helping with a question. And I was like, oh, this is a fun one. I, I was like, it's I'll... interesting that right now Game Night has over 4,000 more views on it than this week's actual episode. So people seem to really like the Game Night. Yeah, they put out game night for, you know, for non-Patreon users, right? It's just out there publicly, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I think that's smart because they can maybe get some more. If they announce things like that, um, people hear game night. There's so many nerds out there that hear game night that it's just like, oh, what's that? That sounds fun. Um, Does it? Though? But, yeah, it, 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 I think so. I do think so. I think in these fucking COVID times where everybody's just staying home on a Friday night, if a couple of people are getting together and playing games, that's the kind of shit you do with your buds. You know, maybe you go on Zoom and maybe play a game or go on house party or some shit. I mean, I was doing that a little bit at the beginning of COVID. But I think they should have played it, dice, just normal CeeLo. That's the next. Yeah. Game. They play CeeLo and they drink four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. I mean, I think trivia is fun because everybody can be involved. Everybody, all the viewers can be involved. Um, uh, and yeah, it's just trivia games are always as fun and easy. I thought I, I noted that the, I thought it was very funny. I don't know if you listened this long, but Tim had said that when him and him and Eric used to play trivial pursuit, they'd read the questions. Oh, all messed up. The <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That. They just a- accent the words in all a strange way. I, I thought that was, was very funny. Uh, it, was, it was clever. Um, yeah. So, Tim gave some right. Tim gave some rice tips. You know that that kind of stuff there, where they're just like, 
uh, you know, I Tim talking about rice, rice tips for sure. You, you, you make rice a lot. I mean, I, I thought it was an interesting way to make rice. Yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't heard of that way where you, pan, then, yeah, you brown it up and then pour the hot water into there rather than adding the rice to the boiling water, doing it the opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, makes sense. But I'll also just throw out, you know, rice cookers. Rice cookers are dynamite. Yeah, they're they're not that expensive. And they're fucking great. They make great rice, and you could put like you keep them on all day long. Um, my buddy, my buddy had one, and you know, in in Asian culture and in Asian countries, rice cookers are just an everyday household appliance, kind of like the electric kettles are. And I feel like in Europe, the uh, you know electric plug-in water kettles, same same thing. Like everybody has one. Um, and we don't have them here in America, either of those items. And both of them, I think, are super clutch items. They are. Um, so I don't know what that is. I think I don't know why we don't embrace those. But the, the rice cooker is nice because you can just like it cooks the rice. And then when the rice is done, you just it just has like a keep warm setting and you can just keep it warm all fucking day long. And, you know, there's rice in there all the time, basically. But so get a rice cooker if you're a big rice boy. Um <laughs> And if you're a hot, if you're a tea drinker, get one of those water kettles. Those are nice. Uh, I thought the Mark Ronson thing was cute. Um, that's funny that Tim got that interaction about the John Early song. Mark Ronson recorded his own John Early song. Um, Tim did some Garth Brooks. Were you on for? Did you hear, see his Garth Brooks uh, impersonation no. bit? Were you on? But I think he's. It was funny. Before, right? He like he like had a guitar and like he was yeah. holding it. That's also that old. Yeah, yeah we talked about. The, yeah, we did an older bit with that. Yeah, he's he's done it, but he he pulled him back out, which is funny. <laughs> um, That's yeah, the hat. And then uh, <laughs> I will say I I don't know if this is a this is something I shouldn't say, but they left the Zoom audio on after they ended the show for a little while, <laughs> and I you could hear them. Uh, chatting about the show after the show like oh that went pretty good yeah like there's a lot of so uh you know matt was uh talking about how to you know maybe uh slap some ads on he's like oh should we make it a podcast we can maybe slap some ad you know like he's talking about you know they had felt it they had felt it went pretty they were like yeah this this worked as far as you know what they're trying to do but it was funny to hear them as soon as it was over talk about it like a product kind of a thing or like a you know we're making these things for our job you know for a job to some extent and um you know they are happy when they get good numbers and good um you know responses and and people tuning in so uh and then Matt's like oh shit we left the, I left the zoom on and click <laughs> so if you stay up if you stay listening the whole time guys you get some uh some behind the scenes uh nuggets like that um so yeah um i don't know game night we kind of talked about what what other games we thought they might that that would be fun to watch them play um monopoly i think would probably be boring to watch um it's a long game too it's a long game i'm trying to think of like games that are actually entertaining to watch like it would be clues they could figure something out there card games like poker night might be fun like if they, if they could somehow do poker night where we could actually see 
you know, like when you walk, watch a poker on TV or something. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy watching poker. To see how these guys would play poker, there's lots of ball busting, lots of, like, you know, reason to get mad or get happy, like a lot of, lot of things to react to. So throwing it out there, poker night could be fun. And maybe they could, like, bet on, I don't know, maybe they could have Zoomers bet or, get the, you know, you could, like, do poker night with Zoomers coming in and helping or something. I don't know. There's something there, maybe. Um, but, yeah, game night. Do it again, guys. Uh, I'm, I don't know if you have to do this kind of stuff every week. It's a lot for us to listen to. Yeah. Uh, eight hours. Um, but, sure, um, after the emergency broadcast, or before the emergency broadcast, I hit up Carl. and was like, Carl, should we do an emergency episode <laughs> of their emergency episode? But that would just be too crazy. I think if it would have been a more – it was a pretty much – uh, a one track kind of a show it wasn't didn't really you know I didn't know how it was going to go at first but it's you know Tim was pretty composed and he didn't get he was very just serious about it I thought he was going to come on and be like you motherfuckers you know like just go crazy and you know cause a scene oh, but what, instead he came that's what Tommy Granola would have wanted yeah it would have been nice to get him on um, but yes he is banned from Twitter now uh, which is, you know, coincidental, ironic, whatever you want to say. Um, but yeah, good, great bunch of content. I wanted to get on the Zoom during game night and just say, boys, slow down with all this content. You're killing me and Carl here. Uh, we're going to have so much to talk about. But, you know, that's great. I mean, this is why we made this podcast, because there's just endless shit to talk about. And if I didn't have you, Carl... I'd literally just be taking in this content and sitting with it myself yeah. and just having nobody to talk to about it with, uh, just and no reason to uh, red hot chili, just like ma- down drops to your family. members. <laughs> dinner. Yeah. Just, yeah, I would have nothing to. So, so thanks again for putting in all the time of listening to this stuff, yeah. but, um, hopefully people are getting some, uh, enjoyment out of it. Um, some insight, little insight that we get. Yeah, yeah, um, and uh, I guess that's, I don't know, I'm good. Any final thoughts, Carl? Buy the Any other Trinity notes or anything? Hot sauce. If you're not a Patreon member, lock in for the year. Get a, Lock in for the year now. Get, a, get grandfathered grand. in. Yeah, get grandfathered in. Five dollars now. I want the, yeah, get, I hope we get to 3,000. They said they were at 2750. They're up there. So they'll get there, which means we'll get a nice WOHL special three-hour episode, which they're loving these long formers, which is hard for me. I mean, damn, some of these days I'm like... got to break it down. You know. Watching yeah. the moment's tough. I'm, but it's a lot of work. I mean, that's why we can't... Re- it's tough because you, it's like, all right, I'm going to cut out three hours right now to listen to this live and make notes of stuff. But uh, Yeah, I think if... The emergency one I wanted to watch live because I was like, oh, shit, this is an emergency broadcast. Let's see what's happening. Right. And then the show, what's tough about the show is I like to watch it live, but I stop it a lot of times. So I have to get up and pee or something. And then when you do that and you come back, then the chat's all off. Uh-huh. So you're behind. And then I kind of got into that. I was like, oh, it's actually kind of fun to have the chat be ahead of you because you can like see when something's gonna happen soon right. you know what i mean like if, if you're like three minutes behind the chat 
and everybody's going crazy about something, you're like, oh, okay, something's going to happen. Fun. And it's like almost kind of cues you. But if you listen to it later or watch the YouTube later, you can do the live chat replay, which is nice. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think if I have the time and it's, you know, not a super sunny, nice day and I just want to sit around and, and watch the show, I'll, I'll watch it uh, live. But, yeah, the, the replay is a nice way to break it up a little bit. You can take breaks because it just goes and goes. I don't know how these guys do it. There's not a lot of bathroom breaks. There's not a lot of, you know, yeah. they just go and go. They and have go. been calling Matt out more, though, when he dips out of the room. So, yeah, shout out, Matt. Do your thing. Don't let them discourage you. Yeah, Matt really becoming a big force in the show. Lots of Matt. He's reading all the questions. He was really getting in there. Tim, it was funny. Tim was like, a lot of times they'd put the camera on Tim during game night. He's just like, just mad. It's not his turn. You know, he had to wait for <laughs> Matt's turn and Vic's turn, and he's just sitting there silently, just like zoning out. Um, so it was funny. He was just like, he wants to play and have fun all the time. But yeah, game night was great. Emergency broadcast was good. I mean, listen, to all these different things that happened. We had low key show. We had kind of intense broadcast that uh, you know to address some more serious stuff. Then we had game night, which couldn't have been looser and more low key and great for all the zoomers and stuff. So you got your small, how much medium and large intense. Uh, That's right. Shows we got our, we, yeah, we got our different intensities, which is which is great. Um, and that's sometimes that's how like a show in itself goes. But now we're doing multiple things. So unless you're churning um, out every day, in which case. Yeah, well, you know, I'm kind of. I don't know how this podcast would work if they if they did that, but um, we would just so yeah, maybe well, not every day. Redo, we would do it after the week. We get to, yeah, you do a weekly recap. Yeah. It might actually be you know because then we could really pick the the best of the best of the best. Right. Um, because at some point, but this, yeah, whatever. But this this um. I actually kind of liked all the content this week because rather than us getting into really specific this call and this call and this call, um, it was kind of just plucking through a little bit. So, um, yeah, all right, Carl. Well, I think we'll be uh, maybe back to regular programming uh, this week. We'll see. Regular um, pandemic programming. Regular pandemic programming. Um, so Where everything. Yeah. Zoom. Maybe they'll have a new guest at some point in the studio as things yeah that whatever happens still wait still waiting for john c or uh, or fred armison to be back in the normal show we haven't seen any of our big uh big boy guests in a while yeah, or our, our, like our regulars we've got a lot of brendan walsh he showed up in uh in he showed up on game night he again did. yeah and then they apologized um, to each other yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in game night. Yeah, so Brennan Walsh, he's he's very much a regular, and I like their kind of rapport they have with him. He's a good sport. Uh, and uh, you know, it was nice to get a lot more Vic on the on the on the game night. A lot more Vic on camera, and it was nice to have Tim sitting in Doug's seat, uh, which was was fun. Just changing it up a little bit. These little things are very exciting for the for the audience and sure. uh, all good. So keep it up, boys. Thanks for all the content this week. Um, we really appreciate it. And um, it's basically it's five dollars a month, but um, 
you know, we, we uh, encourage anybody listening to this to, if you're not already paying the $5 for all the extra stuff, you should. It's worth it. And a lot of it's, you know, as enjoyable or even more enjoyable than some of the stuff you get for free. So right. go there. check it out. Get to 3000 and we'll uh, we'll be able to have more fun stuff. So I guess until next week, Carl, uh, have a good week. Hang in there. Got a couple more weeks of vacay before you're back at uh, some crazy version of school. Yeah. Before the comedy <laughs> really starts. Yeah. Should be interesting. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Goodbye, all. Take care. See you.